This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. That's right, your home of the college football playoff championship game. Right here on 1057 The Fan. And the executive director of the college football playoffs joins us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is Bill Hancock. Good morning to you, Bill. Rob, good morning. Uh, Ed, Jeremy, how y'all doing? Doing great. Doing well. Hey, listen, man. I mean, you got the overtime game. Alabama loses to uh, Michigan. Great, great second-half effort there. Fourth quarter by Michigan to force that game into overtime, ultimately winning. And Texas with an outstanding fourth-quarter surge to make that a close one, 37-31. Did you and the committee get what you wanted so far in the uh, semifinal of these playoffs? Well, the committee got it right on selection day. Um, it was tough, as we talked about last time, but uh, we the committee got it right. And what we wanted was competitive games. So, yes, we got what we wanted. <laughs> well, that I mean, you got number one and number two facing each other, so clearly they got that right. Um, but what about – I mean, this is awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a half a Michigan fan, so I'm not unhappy. I'd like to see them win the national championship. Um but what about the what's going on with the um, the portal and, and guys just not playing and going to the NFL? Any fear that it's going to damage? I, I'm assuming it won't damage the playoffs in the future, but um, just college bowls because so many people – that, that uh, Florida State-Georgia game, I think there were 50 guys who did not play. Yeah, I don't think any of us like it, um, but I don't know that anybody really knows what to do about it. Yeah. And you hear coaches, particularly coaches, saying, oh, this is terrible – well, okay, I get that, but make a suggestion on what to do about it. Don't just sit back and complain. Um, maybe we just have to look at bowl games differently. Maybe we do have to just look at them as more or less exhibition games. Mm. Uh, the, t- the television viewership of bowl games has has held up just fine through through all all the portals and the, the portal issues. And, and of course, players are leaving for other reasons. They're going to the NFL. Uh, they they may have may not want to get injured, yep. so I, I get that. I don't particularly like it, but you do have to understand that the bowl games are still tremendously popular. Yeah. So uh, we're on the East Coast for people that haven't seen this Washington team. Michael Penix Jr. has just been amazing this year. Uh, looked incredibly good against Texas. Um, what are your thoughts on giving them a chance in the, against Michigan, who's looked downright awesome all year long? Well, it's a great matchup. Two undefeated teams, obviously, number one and number two. Anybody who watched that Texas game or who's watched Washington all year knows what Michael Penix can do. 
he was laying some dimes in there that were just remarkable. Um, so yeah, and, and obviously Michigan is very talented, very well coached. Uh, it should be a great matchup. Uh, it should be. We're here with Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoffs. Bill, I want to go to Alabama. Um, uh, outstanding matchup with them and Michigan went to overtime, but I don't think I've ever seen an Alabama team self-implode the way this one did. It seemed like every time they got some momentum going, they shoot themselves in the foot, which was actually the quote that Nick Saban made after the game. This was probably one of the more undisciplined uh, uh, playoff games that I've seen Alabama play in quite some time. You know, that, that it, it was rather uncharacteristic. Uh, on the other hand, you have to ask yourself, how much did Michigan play in that? Yeah. Um, the sacks, for example. Um, I, I don't believe I've ever seen Alabama give up that many sacks. Uh, on the other hand, Michigan's six, yeah. edge, six sacks. Yeah. But Michigan's edge rushers were, played really well in that game. So it's always that's always the question, isn't it? Did the team implode or did the opposition uh, make that happen. Good point. Good point. Yeah. What about this? Is my personal opinion. I'm really uh, kind of happy to see some new team. I'm glad to see Texas has kind of made a rebirth because they were a perennial power years ago, and now they you know, they're back on top. Washington's a new face in the playoffs. I, I really like this, and not seeing the same teams year to year. How do how does the committee feel? How do people feel about this? I think every every college football fan uh, wants to see new teams. Um, this is the first time since. Well, since the first year of the playoff that we've had new teams, uh, I'll say that fans are excited. For, and people from both schools are, are very excited to see their teams in the playoff. Bill, what do you think about Alabama call at the end of the game? Um, running for that? I, like, I wish they would have went outside and done like a, a pass option or something for Milrow. Um, could have been a little bit different. Although, I, I, to be full disclosure, I was on Michigan, so I'm kind of glad that they did that. But um, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a crazy play call, or at least what some people considered. It was, wasn't it? And But I've learned a long time ago, the coaches know more about their teams and yep. about the things they, they see from the opponent way more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Hancock joins us. Bill, uh, uh, Ed talked about the, the portal but I, I want to ask you about realignment. I mean, you, it's crazy now. The ACC is going to look different. SMU headed there. Uh, he brought up Texas. They're going to the uh, uh, the SEC. And look at what the Big Pacific Ten is doing as well. Um, the Pac-12 no longer in existence. How will that affect how the committee looks at things? Well, I don't think it will affect the committee. Uh, they still evaluate teams. They don't evaluate conferences. They evaluate teams. So I look for the committee to be just the, their 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 model will be just keep on keeping on. We, we got yeah. it right. We have a good set of protocols. Right. Uh, so let's just keep on keeping on. But I will say I'm probably like you. I'm, I'm sorry to see the Pac-12 go away. Yeah. Shocked. Uh, wish it hadn't happened. But, you know, schools have a choice. They can choose to be in whatever conference they want to be in. And that's what's been happening over the last, what, since Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, decided to move. They, 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 that's just a continuation of what's always happened in, in college sports. Schools decide, and then they then they make it happen. Well, Bill, I, I don't know where you're watching the uh, championship game, but you're welcome to come to the man cave so we can discuss me joining the committee next year. Oh no, Bill, don't oh, do that. Oh man, <laughs> I've known him longer than you. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, Ed, 
I, I told I told Rob a long time ago. All he has to do is retire. Uh, <laughs> well, then put him on the committee for crying out loud. What have you been waiting? What are you for? waiting for? Don't drag your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoffs, is always Bill. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks, Bill. Oh, uh, you got you guys are great. Thank you for doing this. All Appreciate right. it. Thanks for coming on. All right. He's so good, man. <laughs> but it's not—it's nice to talk to somebody like that that's in that inner circle, and then you kind of get to hear what's going on yeah. because they got a lot of grief for leaving Florida State out, and Florida State's still talking um, kind of yeah. hard after that game. Somebody actually from a Florida State fan site posted, we had more rushing yards than uh, than Alabama did, or we had more – whatever it was, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you got smoked because you had a third-string quarterback. Yeah, they had like 29 players, not – yeah. Like, yeah. It was it's crazy. Just, but the people that are saying that, see, I told you FSU should be left, that's not the reason. Not why. The they reason. had all those guys sit. Yeah. Uh, this is why I, I tell them to shut up. It's not so much what FSU did. Uh, it's what Bill Hancock said. Yeah. Look at the scores of the semifinal games that were played. You can imagine if FSU was in there, this would have happened. That would No. You had an overtime game and a 37-31 game. The committee got it right. Yeah, two very competitive football games. Yeah. So you can imagine what Florida State would have done if you want to. We don't have to imagine. Those are four equally matched opponents. Two very competitive games. By the way, Ed, mm. the point, he said the viewership didn't die because of the, all of this transfer stuff, which is my point. It was my point from the beginning when you guys were talking about it. Because the people who watch college football don't care. Well, hold on. You got to you got to let this set because it might be different next year with what people oh, watch. Let's this set. Year. Let's let it set. We'll see. Yeah. Let's like, let it set. I, I look. I'm always going to be watching because I'm a degenerate. I, I, but. I think. See, you're degenerate, but college football hey, fans I can are say that you can are crazy for college football, and I think they're going to watch regardless. It's like the NFL. We complain about the NFL all the time, but the viewership doesn't end. Well, college football people feel the same way about college football. The NFL people yeah. feel. I watch. <laughs> Every Florida State game I could this year. We watched a lot of them together. I didn't watch the playoff, the bowl game. But some people, I knew exactly what was coming. I was like, this is going to be awful. I you, wanted to you, see this. You watch college football, uh, Florida State. Some people watch every freaking game. And those are the people that's going to watch regardless. 410-583-1057. World is stupid at 845. But on the other side, Kim McCusick gets us ready. Not only is he going to talk about what happened on Sunday, maybe he'll give us a prediction on who plays on Saturday. Film study up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 8HC, Ken McCusick, Film Study Baltimore is in the house. Good morning to you, Ken. Hey, life's good, Rob. How about you? Life is good when you're the number one seed and, and don't have to play on Saturday, but we'll talk about that later. Ken, I, I, I cannot ignore this because the narrative was was correct, in my opinion, and all of a sudden something changed. Lamar Jackson couldn't hit, couldn't hit a receiver on a deep ball to save his life just a, a week ago, two weeks ago. What changed? For him to be so efficient on Sunday, yeah, I, I I don't know that I can tell you. I mean, it's a remarkable turnaround in terms of the long ball and and uh, hitting those balls outside the numbers, flowers down the field is such a revelation and positive thing. Uh, just want to see more of it for about another month and a half. It was a re- remarkable change, actually. Um, what do you think? It was the offensive line play. He seemed to have forever to throw this week. Yeah, terrific game for the offensive line across the board. The best game of the entire season. So uh, Ronnie Stanley in particular had had his best individual game. Uh, allowed half a quarterback hit as I scored it, but uh, but otherwise was outstanding. Uh, there was a penalty charge to him. That was actually on Linderbaum for being uh, for getting the snap count. And you could you could kind of tell everybody else moved except for him, and, and that was a that was an issue. But Ronnie was great. Um, the other guy who who didn't get a lot of love from this game, Morgan Moses, playing thirty eight snaps in this game, made thirty six of his blocks, um, near an A plus performance. It was it was one of the most dominant performances you'll see from a right tackle. So that was outstanding. And Ben Cleveland uh, came in. He, he had a little bit of trouble in the run game. He, he moved to level two and he missed some blocks, but he was he was very good as a pass blocker, and that was really something. So I told you I was going to ask you about the the left-handed play, uh, dropping back like a left-handed quarterback, and the strangeness of it. We had, you know, we heard from a Dolphins player who said it, it, it did catch him off guard, and and he froze for a second. So if it was planned that way, which I believe it was, it worked. Um, I, we've seen some wrinkles in this offense that are pretty impressive. That was one of them. That is a it's a very cool little piece of deception. What it, what it looked like to me, it was it was a run fake where yeah. he he had shown the ball left. And what that typically means is if he's showing the ball left, he's not going to turn around and throw that ball. And so the the two defensive backs on the deep right both were impacted by it, it looked like. And I've seen other videos saying that the guys you know, directly in Lamar's line of sight to the left of the field had swung their hips out at the same time looking at him turn mm-hmm. left, you know, defending pass going back. And and it's just a it's a great piece of deception. That stays in there and now they gotta think of doing new ways to yeah, to try to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and a lot of that's probably going to come in the run game with the differences that they're using, like the rugby style plays with pitching the ball back, yeah. the misdirection. Like if you see what they do with Tyreek Hill, there's nobody else in the league that can really do those things because they don't have a player like Tyreek. I mean, the Ravens doing flowers, but again, mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see what his development looks like. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, um, Ken McCusick, film study, Baltimore joins us right now. Ken, this team has earned the number one piece, in my opinion, because you look at the, the, the bodies that they've dropped. Miami, most most recently. San Francisco. Jacksonville at the time was, what, 9-4? Uh, taking care of Seattle, who were 5-2 at the time. Detroit at the time, 5-1. and one. Not only did they beat these teams, they beat these teams badly. Miami was, I mean, was, was I guess the, the closest game for them with those five opponents was San Fran, which was a blowout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five, five teams that were at least three games over 500, they beat by 14-plus points, and then no team in NFL history has done that before. So that was a, that was a truly uh, impressive run. They outscored them by 190 to, what was it, 190 to 54 or something in these games. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, average score of 38 to 11, if you want to you know, look, look at it that way. And those are some damn good football teams. So it's a great run. It's, it's unbelievable, actually. 
What about the uh, what I was impressed with this week was the uh, secondary play mm-hmm. because they were really banged up. You're talking about, I mean, obviously, the best player on the defense perhaps is out. Uh, Marlon got hurt. Your best cover corner was hurt, um, but they still did okay. Yeah, it was it was a progressive um, bad news situation where they had an answer for every additional line there that that, that went on. But uh, you know, they Kyle Hamilton out, Stevens out, Humphrey out, as you mentioned. Jalen Armour Davis went to IR. Uh, Marcus Williams continues to have that pec injury, but you know all of a sudden Arthur Mollette comes into the game and has his best game of the of the year. Uh, Darby I thought was absolutely fantastic in this game, and, um, in, inbounds tackles everything, and then they and then yeah, they got some good play out of Rock Yassine too. So uh, so funny, Rock. Mitch. When I saw, I went, "Who the hell is twenty eight? Like, <laughs> oh, Darby!" Like, I was like, "Oh yeah, bet about him." It's like. Yeah, I was worried for, uh, who was it? Was it A-Chan's health when he ran right into Michael Pierce and he mm-hmm. fell on him? I was like, good God, that's a that's a tough one. A lot to focus in on the defense, which I know we'll get into the next segment. But um, staying with the offense, Zay Flowers' season, because it, it might be, um, I, there's a chance he sits out next week, I think. Yep. Um, what did you think of him as a rookie and the impact he had on the team? Oh, I mean, I, I, I wish it, it would have been more. I wish they would have used him more down the field. Um, the, the emergence of Justice Hill hopefully will make him more the deep threat of the type he was on Sunday. Um, but he was outstanding. I mean, just just what he does and, and what his future holds. I'm I'm very excited. Very bright, right? Yeah. 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 Cam McCusick joining us. He's not going anywhere. Cam, we've been talking about it here. Sit them or play them. Ken's going to answer that up next, right here on the fan. Kim, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Music joins us in studio. Always a great segment. Filmstudybaltimore.com. It's Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ken, uh, this has been the talk of of the town because Lamar Jackson, he's done it before, number one seed back in 2019. They sat him, Ravens eliminated by the Titans in the divisional round. And people, you know, kind of remember that. I also remember teams getting to buy... And getting to the Super Bowl before as well. Yeah, small uh, small sample size. So Ravens these fans are getting. Do you sit them or you play them? Play them. You play them. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sit them. Sit them. <laughs> going crazy here. Yeah. yeah it was going to be a snowstorm. We think on Saturday there'll be other weather concerns, other reasons not to do it. But um, all you need is to know that everybody else's quarterbacks are are lying <laughs> dead in the road and whatnot. They are. And I don't want to hyperbolize there, but yeah. they're, but they're they're injured. And and you know the Ravens' big advantage over the rest of the NFL right now is they've got a healthy quarterback. And it's almost like you take that advantage away by, yeah. by playing them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did we have any idea that uh, Justice Hill was going to be such a good special teams player? No. I, I, well, d- did we have any idea? They probably had a, had an idea, but I'm shocked by his overall performance on Sunday. Obviously, a yeah. huge, huge uh, injection into the offense. I mean, it's great that he got a special teams run. That, yeah. that might not be replicatable, but in terms of the of what he did offensively, they desperately needed another speed weapon because if you have to depend on Flowers for every one of those plays, wherever you yeah. need him on the field, that's bad. They've lost Keaton Mitchell, of course, and they've lost Evan Duvernay, who are the other two guys who could reasonably be involved in those gadget plays. And, and to have Hill show up, and you know, make the plays he did. That wonderful conversion was one of the bigger plays in the game early on, um, on that first drive. It does feel weird to say, but they are grading out as one of the better defenses in NFL history. Um, I know Ooh. you went back and forth with that's weird. weird. Yeah, DVOA and Aaron Schatz from uh, Football Outsiders, who uh, he's great at what he does. But you guys were talking a little bit about it, and this is what the fourth time that they finished this year with uh, with what. What's the rating uh, for it? So, so Devoa is is a defensive value over average. It's an adjusted value of a, a play-by-play analysis of the of the games adjusted for the for the quality of the opponent, and it, it uh, the Ravens are the third best team by aggregate Devoa, and they're very balanced offense and defense. They're good at both. Um, they're second to the 49ers on the offensive side. They're first in defense, and they're second in special teams. So wow. it's they're, they're they're doing it across the board. The 2007 Patriots and the 1991 Redskins are the only two teams who had a better Devoa through 16 games. The Ravens just passed, moved ahead of the 85 Bears. And the 2019 Ravens, by the way, 11th on that list. So uh, the recent Lamar Jackson teams have been something really special. Ken McCusick joins us, filmstudybaltimore.com. Um, we saw, we see a lot of injuries at cornerback, but we don't see, I guess, a big drop-off in productivity at that position. Why is that? What is the scheme to help these guys out? Yeah, it's, it's been great. So we talked a little bit about the cornerback availability in the in the first part, but what's really cool about it is they, they still have a fairly limited responsibility set for the corners they have on the field because of the starting with two deep safeties and what a safety can take away from either side mm-hmm. of the field by rotating or, or going to these matchup zone concepts. It's it's very effective, and, and it's a great triumph of McDonald, even more, I think, than the pass rush itself and the scheme he's added there um, is is just exactly what he's doing in the secondary. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Vic Fangio is kind of the king of this this kind of concept. He's on the other sideline, gritting his teeth for two reasons. First of all, they got, <laughs> they got rolled up by 56 points, and then, of course, the, the Ravens went over 100 yards rushing again mm-hmm. the last time you know he— Pretty much imploded at the podium when that uh, when that happened. I know you don't you don't evaluate players that didn't play, mm-hmm. but how how much did they miss Kyle Hamilton? Despite the win, I thought the Dolphins were able to run outside early, and he would have been up there. Um, I think some of the pass you know coverage, I think he would have been very effective. And how much do you think they missed him despite the good performance? Uh, enormously. I mean, he is yeah. the best horizontal defender in the National Football League. He'll he'll take away half the side of the field he's on. It's always the strong side. Mm-hmm. That's the good half you want to take away. Wide receiver screens, little running back screens. It's exactly what he is the tonic for. So uh, I, I expect him to rest again against the Steelers uh, and uh, and get a – get as healthy as he possibly could be for that divisional game. That'll be exciting. You had an interesting note here, uh, and I was looking at some of these things of the playoff scenarios and what can happen, and when you have a chance to do something, not that you do it intentionally, but could mm-hmm. they force the Bills out of the playoffs uh, by you know getting a loss here with the Steelers? Double-edged sword. Um, if, they, if, they lose to, sorry, if they lose to the Pittsburgh intentionally or by holding their good players out or whatever you want to call it, then the chance for Buffalo to be eliminated is is increased. If if they lose to Miami, then they could be out. Also, Jacksonville will have to beat Tennessee. So if if you lose to the Steelers, you improve that chance. 
And then they do actually lose to Miami on Sunday night. But Jacksonville has lost earlier in the day to, to Tennessee. You end up playing Buffalo potentially oh, wow. in the very first game. So that, the exact thing that you wanted uh, to avoid, you end up <laughs> encouraging. That's crazy. Kim McCusey joins us film study Baltimore. Ken, I ask you this every week. You watch the film. Did you learn anything new in week 17 about this Baltimore Raven team? I, I think the thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this week is resilience. I mean, just amazing adversity on that first drive to have the, the, the long ball drop by Bateman. It wasn't a bad drop. It was just a, it was a catchable ball that, uh-huh. that he didn't nail in. And then the penalty unlikely for OPI that, that um, sets him back, negates another big gain. They still get the big, the big play to Hill and then another big play to Hill to score. It just... It, it, you couldn't hold them down. Mm-hmm. It was like playing whack-a-mole against this offense, and and uh, Miami's defense was not up to it. Anybody? You know, we don't. We talked about this earlier. We, we hate to say there's nobody want to face in the. Play- we don't care who we face in the playoff. Now you've seen this team for you know 17 games, whatever. This will be it. Who do who do they not match up well against that they'd be facing? You know, here's the funny thing: they just beat them 56 to 19, and I think a healthy Miami team is absolutely the biggest threat. Okay. So right now, I think the AFC, honestly, Buffalo. As much as I probably fear them and would probably have rather have the Steelers in the playoffs in some ways, um, Buffalo's got a lot of problems right now. Stephon Diggs' snap counts are way down to under 60 percent these last three games. Uh, Allen is playing hurt. Uh, I, I think the Ravens probably take care of them too, particularly in Baltimore. So uh, one of the last things I wanted to bring up to you was just talking about, you know, as they head into the postseason, we've heard these things with Lamar and some of his issues in winning games. I think it's ridiculous. Um, is there something that, as you look at this team, that you see differently? Is it the fact that they're they're really good on offense and they have players on offense? Do you think this changes their um, trajectory in the postseason? Okay, so we're talking about like relative to 2019, yes. say, when they had a great team. Yeah, I, I think that, that the uh, the lack of complete reliance on the read option is a big mm-hmm. advantage for this team. I think that, that it was, it was I'll say, easier, still very difficult for, for Tennessee to find an answer for that. And then once things started to snowball negatively, including fourth down misses and, and uh, turnovers, in that game, then then it, the game got out of hand pretty quickly. Unfortunately, I think this team, first of all, is more resilient. They they're not um, dependent on any one offensive scheme to to get it done. I think that's been the big triumph of of the Monken era relative to Roman. Roman did a lot of great things for his team. He's definitely the the best previous offensive coordinator the Ravens have ever had. But uh, but I think what Monken has done has really been special this year. Is this team a Super Bowl team in your opinion? Yes. I mean, they, they have it all. The most complete all, team. All, our reservations are made right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you have no reservations no, about it. I have no reservations <laughs> about those reservations. Yes. <laughs> Kim McCusick, tell folks in Baltimore about Film Study Baltimore. Yeah, a lot of more detail, particularly on the defense, if you want it out there right now. And then the offensive line article comes out today, including a, a block-by-block scoring of uh, each player. Hey, I'm telling you, if you haven't dove into it, you need to. Before we get to the uh, commercial break, let's hit to Randallstown and get Wanda. Good morning to you, Wanda. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing? How are you? How are you? I've got two comments. First, um, I want to say who I'm going to sit. I'm sitting everybody, including Dan the Fan. Okay? <laughs> 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 Second thing is, I just want to say to Miami's media about uh, us running the score up, same thing make you laugh will make you cry. Hey, that's, right? that's so true. Hey, Wanda, thanks, right. thanks a lot. Happy yeah, New Year right. to you. That's so true. They true. laughed at it week three, didn't they? Yeah, very funny. <laughs> and, 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 and you pointed this out because I said I, I said something about the Dolphins. You said, "Well, the coach isn't talking. It's just the media, it's just the media, and the fans." The coach came. He said, "He said we should have made a stop." <laughs> we didn't run the screen. We just got to make a stop. 
Yeah. Hey, uh, we're talking Terps basketball at 9 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. But on the other side, Jeremy Kahn, we enter your world of stupid. Yeah, we have a police story. It's an investigation of a gang rape that's going to make Ed lose his mind for the fact that it's being investigated. I'll tell you that one. That's a fun one. Uh, we're also going to get into um, University of Wisconsin Chancellor who was fired for making porn videos with his wife. Uh, tell you his story, which is a lot of fun. And also, I want to talk about Gypsy Rose. Uh, if you guys don't know who Gypsy Rose is, she just yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchard just got out of jail. She was the one that, uh, what was it, Munchausen Syndrome, where yes. her mom was drugging her and, and telling her she had all these things, and she eventually kills her mom with her boyfriend. She just got out of jail. Things are getting really weird. We'll talk about it. By the way, I just saw something, too. I wanted to bring this up. Uh, there's a couple targets that are out there that are now putting underwear behind like the lock, you know, how you like the razors and certain medicine and different yeah. things that people have been stealing have been locked up. Now underwear is getting locked up. Somebody said, well, I'm just going to go commando. Screw it. I'm not waiting for somebody to come unlock Hanes for me. I don't I don't blame the people who do it. And I mean, you, you can't you can't blame the victims for locking things up. No, no, I'm not. It's just like it's just this is where we're at in society. Yeah. now with so much crap being stolen. Yeah, I don't blame the victims. Hey. All right. Let's get into this story. Um, this is one that I think will make you both angry. Police are investigating a gang rape. It's not an actual rape, though. It's a case of a girl's virtual gang rape in Metaverse. That's right. Uh, British police are investigating the alleged gang rape of a girl's avatar in a virtual reality game. Does anybody, should I keep going with this? Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's a video game. It's not you. Who called the police? Well, this happened in, this is British police are investigating it. Uh, the alleged victim, identified only as a girl under 16, was wearing a virtual reality headset and immersive game when her avatar, an animated representation of her, was raped by those of several men. Can't you just turn the game off at that point? I, I'm so confused by this story. What are they investigating? Her her a avatar, minor. her character. I so get you create it. a character well, no, yourself. That have to be a minor. Rape is a rape. Yeah. So this character. Right. It's almost like. How could I put this? Because it's not similar. To, anyway, her character in the game was attacked by four or five other characters. Right. And raped, apparently. I guess. So it's an interactive game with other players, I'm assuming. I guess. It's the it, metaverse. I don't. <sighs> like, how does. How, this doesn't even make sense. It makes no sense. The investigation has raised questions about whether police should be using time and limited resources to investigate metaverse crimes. Are we all going to wind up in the metaverse and have avatars of ourselves and be living in a different life? You are correct to, to put the energy on that with the police not investigating that. But have we? where have we gone now with video games have well, the, gang rapes? The fact that that could even happen just sounds stupid. So why aren't you investigating the metaverse? I, whatever. Maybe that's what they're investigating. I don't know. It's, they said they're investigating oh. a rape, so... I just thought it was really stupid and silly considering... It sounds ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous it sounds to ridiculous. video game. I want to waste the police resources because they, you know, one of the things people always used to say to I'm, all of us, if you wore a police uniform, don't you have anything better to do? Because there's always somebody who said, why aren't you catching it real quick? Why aren't you doing this? Yeah. This is a good example. Why are you doing this? Well, there are real rape victims out there. I'm sure we'll find out more to this. Um, Wisconsin University Chancellor said, I thought this was America. He was fired for making porn videos with his wife, affirms his innocent by citing his right to free speech that the sex was between two consenting adults and sometimes a third and is contemplating suing the state. That's right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wisconsin who? Chancellor. University of Wisconsin? Yes. 
I don't remember. Why was this not in the news? It was. It just kind of flew under the radar around the holidays. Oh, it's not the main campus. Okay, all right. I thought it was like the Badgers. Right. Uh, what is it? It's UW Lacrosse. La- Lacrosse, yeah. But so he apparently had been doing these videos on um, different things where he and his wife would do something with a porn star or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like not not like just sex. They would talk about certain things. Um, and then they would have sex. <laughs> so uh, the G-O-W, is it Gal? Is that his last name? Oh, yeah, Joe Gal. Uh, and his wife, Carmen Wilson, appear in videos on several porn websites. Sexy Happy Couple as the account name, a moniker also used on at least to- two social media That's accounts. They're swingers, and he said he's been forthright about this, and he doesn't hide it. Gal was denied a pay raise five years ago after paying a former porn actress, Nina Hartley, to speak to students. So th- this is this feels like something. <laughs> I know who she is here. Yeah, everybody knows who Nina Hartley is. <laughs> there you go. That's that's him and his wife. Oh, come um, on, they got swinger written on them. Yeah, so hold on. Let me, let me find some of these other. I'll yeah. show you Did it not? That's them. Yeah, the the pineapple behind them? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of this who, going on. Who's that? Is that, is that uh, Nina? That's the porn star. No, that's oh. a different porn star that was with them. I can't see all we He's since like been that. fired. Here's another one. They must like redheads. There's a lot of redheads in these photos. Who doesn't who does like redheads? I'm just say I didn't. <laughs> I like my brunette. Um, anyway, that being said, um, how do you feel about this? Is this something where, okay, he has to realize what he's doing yeah. and in the title he has, but also as a society, like, people are having sex. Stop it. I see a little bit of both. I see the title that he holds. Maybe he shouldn't be so public about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe he shouldn't be so public about it because, th- let's keep in mind, it's just college's job to recruit, and you're separating yourself from a lot of people in the recruiting world, you know? So, you know, there are a lot of yeah. people out there who believe that uh, 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 they're prude enough to think porn is, you know, the devil and things like that. So you're cutting yourself off in the recruiting world. So I, I get it from the university. I, I mean, I look, I do understand. I just feel like there's – I wish we were a little bit more – what's the right word? European when it comes to stuff like this, when but, it comes to sex? But we're not. I know. And as a college president, university president, you've got to know that. All right, let's get to Gypsy Rose Blanchard. There's a documentary, if you haven't seen it, called Mommy Dead and Dearest – uh, basically what happened with her, and if you guys don't know what Munchausen syndrome is, it's uh, where a mom is like, or somebody is taking care of a child and then forcibly doing things to them to make, make them, them feel like, yeah, make them sick yeah. to make them feel like they need the Well, mother. that's Munchausen's by proxy. By proxy, Mun- Munchausen's is making yourself sick to get yeah. attention. Munch- so she had Munchausen by proxy. Her mom was making her sick to keep her in the hospital to get attention because yeah. her so daughter the, the was Munchausen, there. Munchausen, when they make, they t- they'll, they'll eat, it's disgusting, but like fecal matter and stuff to make themselves sick. Um and when you feed it to your kid, then it's by proxy. Because I had a case of that where this kid was like basically starving to death. So there's a, a drama series on Hulu called The Act, and there's also Mommy Dead and Dearest, where you, you can learn all about it, where her and her boyfriend end up killing her mom. She goes to jail. And the reason I bring this story up is that I'm fascinated by this. Uh, she gets out of jail. Uh, she's married to a guy that looks almost exactly yes. like her mom, which is yes. one of the weirdest things. She's 32 years old. She spent eight years... Uh, of a 10-year sentence. Yep. Of a 10-year sentence. Yep. Uh, she was charged in second-degree murder of her mother, Dee Dee Blanchard. I believe her ex-boyfriend is still in jail from this because I think she kind of, she was involved with the crime, but he was the one that killed her, I believe, if I remember mm-hmm. the story correctly. But the weird stuff that happens, at the, so she immediately goes to social media and gets like a half a million followers. People, just everybody's got to follow her. There was a strip club that offered her a job to come, like, you know, you're trying to get yeah. attention for something. And I'm going... What in the hell is happening? But how does this girl ever have a normal life again? I mean, is this she like, won't. I just wonder, is this a good thing that she's getting all this attention now that maybe she can 
try to live something normal or you know is this just something that's bound to fail at some point with her coming back because I, I don't have to wonder about her mental state and yeah. that's what I'm talking about yeah well I'm, I'm like what you meant for the outside people I mean her, her just if you, if you look at it because she's I wonder if it's damage she has from whatever that was done because she's like cross-eyed um she looks like she's not particularly and then she's she's killed a mother yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of you yeah, talking about you, a bags to unpack. Well, you have to question whether, too whether you believe you're justified or people believe you're justified right. or not. You killed your mother. Yeah, you Look killed someone, her. and yeah. not only in some way it was your mother. Yeah. Look at her mom and husband, though. This has to be the weirdest thing. Joe, did you see this? How they look just like each other? <laughs> it, yeah. Like if if her mom had a little bit of facial hair, a little bit of like a five o'clock shadow, and some glasses. Don't you dare. <laughs> you say that on the air. Uh, it was about... <laughs> the, husband, the husband looks familiar. Stop it. Stop it. Tell me the... Okay, look at me. Look at me. Tell me the husband doesn't look familiar. Joe. No, 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 no. Don't husband... look at Joe. Don't look at Joe. Look at us. Jeremy, look at me. Look at me, Jerry. Tell me what you said. Just look at me and say the husband does not look familiar. Go ahead. I've never seen him before. He does look familiar. He looks like the mom. He does. That's what it is. Okay, that's it. Yeah. And by the way, it might be a combo of those two. Anyway, so like that's, oh, God, you guys are asses. But this is something. But too- you like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pe- here's what some people said about her getting out of uh, jail and taking a picture with her husband. The smile is the exact same. I see it talking about the husband looking like the mom. This is really common for people to search out lovers that resemble their parents. No. Uh, guard- I yeah. I mean, I dated a guy with a Fu Manchu once because my dad had one when I was a kid. No, that's oh. not what happens. But they do say you look for someone similar to mom, right? Not physical. No, I. If your mom was good and cooked and things like that, yeah, that's what you want. And some jerk said her mom had a sex change and is a male now. She faked her death to collect the insurance. You jerk. That's what, Sherry, I can't believe you said that. That's your world of stupid. Kind of what I thought. Daily line at 915. More Jeremy Conn. You needed that. Also, what's the most intriguing game of week 18? We'll talk about that at 930. But on the other side, Terps. On the floor at home last night against the number one team in the country, Terps Basketball, up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.